0: Good morning NEI Hoops Nation and welcome to the first episode of NHR the Podcast with your hosts Junior and Trev. NHR the Podcast is your Saturday morning dive into what is happening around the NEI Hoops world. So grab your coffee it is time to talk some NEI Hoops. Good morning NEI Hoops Nation and welcome to the NHR the Podcast. We have a special Uh, episode uh, with the conference tournament uh, championships coming up uh, this week and into early March. Uh, We're going to have a conference tournament breakdown, um, a little preview for uh, all the leagues out there as we uh, rev up and get going uh, starting tomorrow. So Trev, welcome to the show and uh, it should be a fun one.
1: Yep, things get started tomorrow. Um, Yeah, I'm ready to just dive into these. Um, We'll try to be as brief as we can as we have to run through every conference, but Um, we could spend hours if we really wanted to talking about this. We got some good matchups set already, some some down to the wire conferences. So, like I said, ready to get going.
0: Yeah, so we'll go ahead and jump into it. Uh, We're gonna go right alphabetical order. Um, jumping right into the American Midwest Conference, Uh, their uh, tournament actually uh, just yesterday they uh uh, uh, I want to call it an upset. I mean, Lions been playing some good basketball, but uh, Central Baptist was the favorite to win the the league in the preseason and uh lion went and knocked him off uh yesterday on sunday and and uh, was able to get the one seed in that bracket um so they'll actually get a buy well not a buy but they'll play the winner of the, the play-in game um but uh definitely a, a, a league you know it's only a one bid league so the the i think it's as wide open as any bracket out there so um a lot of teams can win this this league um it'll be definitely interesting to see kind of where it shapes up and how it goes
1: yeah, you have the top six teams in that league, so um, separated by four losses, and the top four teams separated by two losses. So, um, like you said, anybody's tournament to win. Central Baptist was the preseason favorite. They're still a tough team to deal with. This is one of those where you know it's it's re- really who's just playing the right. You know, the best basketball this upcoming week when it starts. So excited to watch this one get underway.
0: Yeah, even a team like uh, Missouri Baptist who. uh you know, uh, they, they actually had a couple te- a couple uh, players, a couple they went two weeks actually without uh, a full strength. They had some, bring some guys up from, uh, I think their JV roster. So um, even a team like that could be, be, uh, be definitely an interesting team to watch. So definitely uh, that tournament will start up uh, playing game will be the 23rd uh, with the quarter final matches on the 25th.
1: All right. Next up, we got the Appalachian athletic conference. Um, another interesting one. You got three teams at the top with six losses. Um, and then you have uh, Tennessee Wesleyan was seven in fourth place. Um, and if you just look at the standings alone, Point actually was the first place team because they were, had more wins. Um, but Reinhardt actually got the number one seed, Point the two seed, Columbia International the three, and Tennessee Wesleyan the four. Uh, all those four teams will have a bye. And the rest of the field is already played. So um, this, this tournament's off and running. And, again, I think this is another league that it's wide open, especially at the top of the conference, um, you have any one of those top seeds that can make a run and win the whole thing. Agreed on that,
0: and it's kind of an interesting, uh, interesting breakdown on their auto- automatic bids in this league. So they are, are going to be a two bid league, um, I believe. Originally, I believe it was the regular season title, and then it was going to be a, the committee was going to be able to decide the second one. I believe it's actually now a tournament champion, um, and then the committee will decide who makes the – or who gets that second bid. So, um, I, I think it's very important that Reinhardt end up pulling out that number one overall seed. Uh, the committee did vote on that as well with uh, a lot of these leagues you'll, you'll see out there um, because not everybody was get, was able to get every game in. Um, different leagues did different things to do their seeding. Um, Reinhardt got the number one seed. And so, you got to think that, you know, as long as they win a game or two, that they – you know, even if they don't win the whole thing, that they'll get the second bid uh, in the Appalachian Athletic.
1: Next up, we have the uh, Indi- independent league that actually announced their field uh, yesterday afternoon. Um, it'll be hosted by Crowley's Ridge. It looks like it's a four-team tournament to begin on Friday, uh, with one seed, Crowley's Ridge, going up against College of the Ozarks, and then the two-three matchup, uh, Lincoln Christian against Voorhees. So um, just four teams here to get started on Friday, and the championship to be played on Saturday. Yeah, and,
0: and maybe not, uh, maybe not as important game and any league is the opening round in these, uh, in this game. So uh, because both teams that win on Friday um, will take the two auto bids from the independent league. So um, basically you're playing for, for a a national tournament berth on Friday. No, Saturday doesn't really have a lot of um, Saturday doesn't have a lot to say for, for anything except for you get a, you have bragging rights. as a tournament champions, Um, but Friday's games are very, very big in the, in the manner of uh, if you win, you're going to the national tournament.
1: Uh, Next, we have the uh, Cal Cal Pacific Conference, Sorry, uh, set to begin on the 24th with the championship on March 2nd. Um, One of those unique leagues that we'll see this year based on the number of teams that participated in games this season. They'll actually do a round-robin with three teams, Simpson, St. Catherine, and Ben U Mesa. Um, And then from there, they will have a championship game on the 2nd. So kind of a unique situation there and should be
0: an interesting uh, one to watch develop as the uh, week goes on speaking of unique situations uh jumping into the cascade we actually uh just crowned our first uh quote unquote conference tournament champion as Lois uh Clark uh, Clark state the number 4 uh ranked team in the country right now uh they actually uh, won game 2 of the best of 3 uh last night um taking home the title they 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 swept the uh, college of idaho I'm sure there's a lot of teams on the bubble right now that uh, are breathing a, a big sigh of relief because definitely um, College of Idaho would have been a bid stealer. Um, so uh, Lois and Clark State, State uh, is now the uh, Cascade, the first year in the cascade, and they go ahead and uh, even though there's only two teams uh, that finish the year, uh, they take the best of the three series uh, and move on to the NEI National Tournament.
1: I'm really excited to uh, see the Chicago Land play out. Uh, they announced their bracket late last night. Um, and in a year where we're going to see a lot of these unique situations where three team round robins or best of threes or, you know, just four teams coming in this, this tournament should be fun because they have 15 teams participating. So uh, Olivier Nazarene earned the one seed. They'll get, they're the only team that will get it by to start uh, the tournament. And then teams two through 15 will duke it out uh, starting February 23rd. So tomorrow. Um, and then they'll ha- they'll play every other day all the way up until next Monday. Um, well, they'll have a championship winner, a championship game. So, um, I, I think you know Nazarene is probably the team that'll um, be favored to come out on top on this. But again, with that many teams, you're gonna ha- you're gonna have some upsets. You're gonna have some interesting matchups to look forward to.
0: Yeah, and, and uh, you really, this is big for for a couple. of tournament's big team wise too. But uh, all, all Oliver Nazarene and, and Holy Cross already um, have captured two of the three uh, automatic bids in this league. So, um, even though they're still playing because they want to, you know, it, it's important to win games still for seeding purposes uh, in the national tournament they are in. Um, so right now seeing Ambrose, uh, you know, they, they have three options or three chances to, uh, to clinch any national tournament berth. Um, they can win it themselves or if Holy, Holy Cross or all of, all of it Nazarene Win uh, seeing Ambrose is going to be in um but yeah this is a this is going to be a fun league to watch uh, just a lot of a lot of games a lot of teams um and then you got even a team uh you know with the uh, 15 with IU South Bend um a, a team that didn't even play a regular season game um and, and they just get the 15 seed automatically because they're going to play uh their first game uh, in the in the first round of the of the tournament so uh definitely going to be an interesting uh, one with this league um, you got a couple, you got some really, really good players. Um, so so make sure that uh, if, if you haven't followed this league all year long, it should be a lot of fun games in this one.
1: You know, probably one of the most interesting tournaments every year is the Crossroads League, and I think it'll be that way again. Um, but, I mean, there probably isn't a team in the country that's favored to win their tournament as much as Indiana Wesleyan is. And even though how deep that league is, um, they've got to be, I mean, they got the target on their back. Uh, they're playing as well as they have all year um but that that should be that should be a tournament just full of some great matchups um you got Bethel versus um Mount Vernon Nazarene to start you got uh St St Francis versus sorry let me pull this versus Grace um to to kick things off on Wednesday uh so looking forward to that one that that always entertains us and um we'll see if any of them can knock off uh, number 1 Indiana Wesleyan along the way you said it. I mean, they're they're... Uh, moving on to the golden state athletic conference. They are not having a conference tournament this year. They have uh, decided that the division winners will get the auto bids. Um, Vanguard has already locked up the West division and it will be going to the national tournament. Uh, Arizona Christian is one win away um, from locking that up. Um, But other than that, there will be no tournament for them. Um, they will they will call their season really soon and and have their two out of bids go.
0: Yeah, and I think it's Friday and Saturday when uh, uh Arizona Christian will travel to the Masters uh for two games. Um the Masters kind of been up and down a little bit this year, you know, they've been a the top 25 team uh for most years. So, you know, it, it isn't out of the realm to say that Masters could could win both of those games. Uh Arizona Christian's playing really well. Um I I, I got to think that um, even in a one win from them, uh, and I believe they even hold the tiebreaker. Uh, so, so I, I would think that they've actually got this locked up. Um are just not, not been a formal announcement. Um, but you got you're talking about a top five te- top five Arizona Christian team uh, in the country um, that that is rolling. Excuse me, that is rolling. Uh, they're rolling two losses of the year, I believe, or two. Uh, number one, Indiana Wesleyan, and number four, Lois and Clark State. So uh, definitely a team uh, that that will be making some noise in the NEI National Tournament.
1: Yeah, it's really a shame that, um, I mean, the Masters is a really good team. They're 16-3 and three on the year. Um, and theoretically, either Arizona Christian or the Masters will be missing out on the tournament. Obviously, right now it looks as if um, the Masters are on the outside looking in. But like you said, they could win both games. But uh, two really good teams. I'm excited to see those teams go at it. Moving on to the GPAC, the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Uh, Morningside is the one seed after a 16-4 season. Uh, they'll take on Mount Marty at 8 p.m. on Wednesday. Um, another talent, or deep and talented uh, tournament that we're about to see. Um, we like to think Morningside is the favorite to come out of that, but we've seen so many different teams beat up on each other all year in that conference, um, and I think anybody maybe – you know, one through six could make a run and win the whole thing.
0: Agreed. I I, uh, I think there's a lot of teams that could could win this uh, league. Um, you know, Dakota Wesleyan uh, looked as, about as hot as anybody in the country at one point. They made it all the way, I want to say, all the way into the top 15 in the country uh, before they end up losing like four out of five after that. And then, you know, they finished the season, the regular season, with a big win at home against uh, Jamestown to – to, uh, uh Jamestown end up, uh, and, and Northwestern ended up winning, uh, beating Morningside anyway, in the last game. So they clinched the two, but, uh, Jamestown in that last game was playing for a two seed, uh, and, uh, Dakota Wesleyan kind of, uh, or just uh, beat them, by, I think by 10 or something like that. So, uh, definitely a team that uh, you're definitely a league that, uh, um, I, I think if you look at the the RPI standings, uh, I think uh, there's five or six teams right now in the top 50. Um, so you're, you're talking about a deep league, uh, a league that, uh, yeah, like you said, anybody can win it. Um, I'm actually uh, – I, I just want to call out an opening round game in this one. I'm excited about this dakota Wesley and Con- uh, Concordia-Nebraska mm-hmm. game. Um, I think both teams have great guard play. Concordia can really shoot it. Um, they do have to go to the world's only, um, the Corn Palace. Uh, but uh, a team that, that – Concordia, if they get hot, they're a team that could win this whole thing at, from the five spot. Um, But I I really like that four or five matchup in this, in this game. So I'm excited or in this uh, conference tournament. So I'm really excited about that game.
1: Moving on to the Gulf Coast athletic conference. Um, This has been a conference. We've kind of kept tabs on all year just because they've had a unique situation and we've had Xavier's coach come on. Um, But I I see two possibly very interesting matchups. Um, I see a, a second round match between Dillard and Xavier and then uh, one of those two teams taking on a very good Talladega night in the championship. So um, those came out uh, Talladega, obviously with the one seed um, after finishing uh, undefeated in conference, I believe they're are 23 and two overall. Um, but again, the top top couple of teams, top three teams, them Xavier and Diller, Dillard, I think all have a legitimate chance at, uh, at winning the thing.
0: Yeah. And Dillard and uh, and Xavier right now are, are another, are two bubble teams. Um, Xavier, you know, if they lost twice to Tougaloo. Otherwise, they would probably be – you know, they'd be closer to a lock than most people would, would think. Um, but those two two losses to Tougaloo kind of hurt a little bit. Um, Dillard is uh, – Dillard's got the talent. Um, their their scheduling has been been uh, a little bit different. But, uh, um, you know, with a lot of people this year, that, that uh, scheduling, they just kind of play who they can play. Um, but, yeah, I, I think those two teams uh, – I think any of the top three teams can win it. Um, and I'd be shocked if anybody else won out, out of that. It's not saying the rest of the teams can't win it, but, uh, um, Talladega is really, really good. Um, I, I think that they will, uh, end up winning it, but Dillard and Xavier are playing for a lot because they're definitely not locked to, uh, to win the, uh, win the, uh, or to get an automatic bid, uh, to, or an at-large bid to, uh, the national tournament. So it's going to be interesting to see those two teams because you'll see a lot of fight from them in this tournament.
1: Next in line, we, uh, we have the heart of America conference, um, We have not seen a bracket yet for this. Uh, They are set to begin on Thursday as well um, with William Penn, the conference champions, likely going to be the one seed. Um, I don't anticipate anybody knocking them off um, throughout the tournament. It's a deep league. uh, A lot of teams um, from top to bottom that can beat anybody at any given night. Um, We saw Baker beat William Penn earlier this year by 15 um, but again, the the Statesmen are playing so well right now. Um, they just had a big 20 point win over number 18 Bethel. Um, so they're, I mean, they're playing as good as, you know, we've seen them play this year just with that one loss. And I think, I think it's theirs to lose.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. They, uh, so, so there's actually two games tonight that'll uh, from the heart that, uh, or later today, uh, that'll that'll affect the seating a little bit. Um, only, with two divisions in that league, uh, there's only going to be so there'll be four teams from each division, and then they'll cross over. I believe is how it's going to go. So the one in the uh, I think it's North and South. So the one in the North play the four in the South, um, in the, in that league. So, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting on that one. Uh, Willing Pin uh, being able to host the tournament, I, I can't see them losing at home. They're they're pretty dang good at home. Um, but then you got a team, you know, like you mentioned, them Baker, who's won seven straight uh, coming into the tournament. Um, you got Mid American Nazarene, who I believe is the fourth seed in the South. I don't know if that's locked up, um, so they'll, they'll actually travel to William Penn. Um, but they've won five in a row coming into this tournament. Um, so you got teams like that. It is a three bid league. Um, you expect Benedictine to be in uh, with William Penn, and then that third third seed as a host bid. Uh, it'll be interesting to come down to a, a park, probably Mid American Nazarene, um, and then or if somebody ends up winning the tournament outside of. Um, outside of William Penn, you know, what what they do with that third uh, bid from that league will be very, very interesting to see how that plays out.
1: (laughs) Next up, we have the uh, KCAC Kansas Collegiate Athletic Conference um, who are actually one of the leagues getting started right away. Um, They begin action tonight after their um, last regular season games ended on Saturday. So they did not waste any time getting that going. This year, they're allowing 12 teams in rather than the normal eight they would have. Um, So the top four seeds uh, do receive a bye um led from by Bethel, number eighteen Bethel, who wrapped up the uh, conference championship uh, last week. Um, they will wait the winner of Bethany and friends and in this league, um Bethel has been on top from start. To, I mean they they lost their first two games, I believe, in conference and then went on a huge winning streak. And since then, uh, no one's been able to catch them. Um, but I just there's so many teams from one through even I don't know seven or eight. Um Tabor's been playing well at times. Um, Bethany's knocked off a couple of teams on the top of the conference. So I think this is one of those leagues that, um, bubble teams will be watching because this could be a bid stealing league. Um, you know, I've seen Oklahoma Wesleyan fall to, to, to lower teams in the league. Bethel obviously has had their fair share of losses. So, um, one of those that are, it's a big conference tournament. So any team can kind of get hot and, and knock off someone, um, that might be expected to win it like a Bethel or an Oklahoma Wesleyan, or even an Ottawa.
0: You know when we do when we do our uh, conference tournament previews, uh, one of the one of the things that one of the hardest decisions uh, that we make uh, when when we release those is kind of the sleeper team mm-hmm. um, to win the league. Usually, we try to pick a team outside the four or five best uh, or top seeds. You know, because um, usually, you know, you, you you think the top four teams are are favored uh, to wins, but uh, in this league, it, it was even even probably the most hard uh, it was probably the hardest out of every league uh, out there. Um, you have a team, I believe, that we went with uh, Kansas Wesleyan um, in this league just because they're a team that, you know, they haven't even been full strength very often. I think they had they had a seven-game uh, losing streak uh, uh, towards the – or in February a little bit, and then the end of the year went in four in a row. Um, just, a, just a team that you just don't know uh, what you're going to get just because they haven't been healthy um, all year long. And then, you know, like the Southwestern team at the five seed, uh, you know, very very good young guards and and uh you know they've played so much this year you would think that the experience or that the uh you know the games want to be too big for them but um you know you just a team like that that if, they, if they're guards you know it's funny with young guards because they, they either you know are too young and they they don't know it's a big moment and they just play anyway <laughs> or you know sometimes you see te- see uh young guards and the tournaments uh um you know they tighten up a little bit just because they're not used to the, the the pressure of it but uh mm-hmm. Um, those are two teams that, that I think that are definitely uh, capable of winning this tournament. Like you said, one through seven uh, or even eight uh, in this league um, wouldn't be a big surprise uh, to see anybody kind of come out of this. Yeah, one. I,
1: Obviously, I'm a I'm a KCAC guy, so I'm really excited. I'll be working the tournament, but also following it pretty closely. But I mean, you got Jalen Scott, who's the best player in the league. You got, um, you know, a team like Oklahoma Wesleyan, who probably has the best shooter in the league in Brooks Haddock. Um, Ottawa arguably has the most talented, you know, group with Perry Carroll and Jaquan Daniels. So um, it'll really be interesting to see what prevails um, for the team that ends up, up coming out on top. Moving on, we have the Mid-South uh, Conference bracket uh, led by Shawnee State. What an outstanding season. They had 23-2, and 18-1 overall. Um, top four teams will get a bye. Um, this is kind of an interesting setup. The opening round game will be... Our opening round games I should say so five verse 12 6 and 11 and so forth so forth will uh, take place tomorrow on Tuesday and then they will not play the quarterfinals until uh, February 28th Sunday and then they'll just go right into the semifinals and finals the next two days after that um,
0: so uh, okay. yeah so I'll, I'm gonna jump in on that one because uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is this league's been a bit been uh, been an interesting one and, and there's I know understand that there's uh This isn't the only conference tournament that has changed. Um, I I know the KCAC changed, added the teams that came in. There's been a couple other ones that have changed it. But last week, I think it was, um, is is when we caught word of this. Um, But the – so originally it was only supposed to be the quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals. So the top eight teams, uh, they were – well, three new teams in the Mid-South Conference this year. They split into two divisions. Um, They were going to take the top four teams from each division and push them off to the quarterfinals. Um, but with weather and COVID and everything else that's been going on uh, down in, in the uh, Kentucky and Tennessee area, and yeah, and, and where all the, and Georgia and all those uh, South schools that, uh, or South states that uh, this league covers, um, just a gin ginormous league. Um, but what end up happening is they end up uh, voting uh, late in, late last week or early early last week um, that they're gonna they end up putting twelve teams in. So that's why you see the opening round on the twenty third. And then they're actually a team that will all go to Bowling Green. So top eight teams will uh, all go to the same location uh, in Bowling Green, Kentucky, to play uh, those last three rounds. So um, that's why you see that 23rd game. They they originally weren't supposed to have those games, uh, but, uh, you know, things happen. And and that is uh, why they decided to uh, go ahead and have that opening round. So
1: how about, you know, Martin Methodist, five seed, Fried Hardman, six seed? I mean, we've touched base on those teams, especially early in the year when they We're having a lot more success than they did later in the season but i mean those are two dangerous teams um from the left the far left side of the bracket you know the the opening round games that you know those top teams might not want to face if they get hot so um i think like like most conferences the one seed shawnee state it's theirs to lose they're probably the favorite um they've had a great season just the one loss in the league but um you know these things can you know they don't call it almost march madness for nothing um I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a major upset in this one.
0: Well, let's be honest. I mean, we're, we're talking about 21 leagues. Mm-hmm. I think that 17 of them have tournaments. I think as if if my number's right or 16 or 17, somewhere around there, the, the one seed in every right. tournament is yeah. not going to win. I mean, that, that would be, that would be an upset in itself. Mm-hmm. If 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 the number one seed won every, every bracket, uh, I think Shawnee state's playing about as good as anybody in the country. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people talk about Indiana Wesley and, um, I I understand the hype is real. I, I'm not trying to talk down on any and Trust me, I, I think that they're as good as uh, maybe anybody, uh, maybe one of the better NEI teams of all time. You know, uh, uh, but at uh, the same time, the Shawnee State team is. I mean, they have the size um, with with seven footer EJ Onu in there. Yeah. Um they got the they got scoring on the outside. You know, usually this Shawnee team is very very good defensively, and they are that this year but usually they struggle offensively and they are not doing that this year. They have, they have found that balance. Um, they are rolling right now. Um, I, I would, I would be shocked if they did not lose or if they did not win, uh, the, the tournament. Uh, and, and then I think that they're a, a fab four team. Mm. Uh, but with that being said, uh, yes, there, there's a, I mean, we just saw Thomas Moore go to Georgetown, uh, for the, actually for the second straight year knock off uh, Georgetown at Georgetown. But, uh, um, another league that just has, has battled a lot of uh, a lot of craziness this year. Um, so you do have teams like Fred Hardiman and and Martin Methodist who, Um, you know you, they they can get hot. I mean, Martin Methodist when they're shooting from the outside is 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 tough to beat. So, uh, but they've really struggled against Shawnee State uh, and, and Shawnee State's size and length um, at the rim. So, um, definitely an interesting league. Uh, definitely a deep league. And, and you're absolutely right. Anybody anybody in this league could probably come through and and, and, win, and get hot and win this I got a quick question for you. This
1: team, Shawnee State, has not lost since December 3rd. Um, so they have won, quick math, 19 games in a row heading into the postseason. Um, you know, they you always hear that myth or whatever you want to call it that, you know, sometimes it's kind of good to see a loss before the tournament when you're one of those top teams you believe that at all or is it just i mean you're you're obviously going out trying to win every game but um is is there any any truth behind that i mean you you spent time coaching as well so i'm just curious your thoughts on that
0: i think you can i think you can uh i think you can motivate either way mm-hmm. um I, I think uh um you know you lose you, you, you the key is a coach i mean if you lose that you do lose a game in the tournament then yeah you do use that um you know that phrase and say you know oh this is the best thing for us and and uh you know we we move on and and we learn you know we learn from and um it's better to lose now than in the national tournament yeah i i, I get that stuff too and and i don't hate that uh, that that approach if that yeah, happens you obviously don't want to um, go out and
1: lose on purpose because of that but you know yeah, yeah yeah you know you know i just think that sometimes you got these teams who have been playing so red hot and, you know going in you got to, you're up in the pressure now you've been winning so many games now you got to do it when it matters more um and sometimes you see teams just fold under
0: pressure. What that is, you know, they get bounced early. So, uh, just curious on that. But um... for me, for me, and not to elaborate too much more on 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 this league, but uh, for me, I, if I'm Shawnee State, I'm I'm, uh, and, and if I'm a lot of teams in the country, especially you know maybe you know two three four through you know ten fifteen, you know I'm I'm loving all the attention on other people uh, mm-hmm. across the country right now. And and I'm I'm I kind of mentioned the other day, you know. Shawnee State's this team that's just been quietly going about their business. Like they're, they, you don't hear a lot from them. You don't hear a lot about them. Um, I, they are dangerous. And, and, uh, I would be, I'd be using that as my motivation, you know, and I'm sure that they are, you know, just the fact that, you know, Oh, nobody wants to talk about us and, and use that as the, the let's go show them. Let's prove them wrong type of mentality. Uh, I, I think they are as good as anybody in the country. So, um, you know, with that being said, could they go get beat? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I you know, anybody in the country can go get beat in the first round of the national tournament. I mean, that's you know, well, not maybe not this year because of the yeah. buys, but uh uh, you know, like their team upsets are gonna happen in the in the conference tournament. Mm-hmm. the upsets are gonna happen in the national tournament. Um doesn't mean that, you know, the top five teams in the country are are gonna go make deep runs in the national tournament. Um, but I do believe that Shawnee State is is as as balanced and as good as anybody in the country right now, and they can make it. Yeah, that's run.
1: the beauty of college basketball. Not every year the the best team wins it. That's that's what makes it's just whoever's playing you know, right at the right time. So moving on to the North star, um, athletic conference, uh, we did get there. We did see their bracket come in late last night, um, with Mayville state earning the uh, top seed after a 10 and three season. Um, I believe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is a one bid league, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. So they'll have, uh, all eight teams are in, um, starting with, uh, starting on Tuesday, uh, presentation at Mayville state. Um, Dakota State, Viterbo, Waldorf, Bellevue, and Dickinson State, Valley City State. Um, this was a conference that we we talked about briefly in an earlier show. Um, just because it was so log jammed at the top of the conference, and we were just kind of playing out scenarios on who might come come out on top with with a lot of the top teams playing each other to close the year. And and Mayville State ended up being the the top dog here. So anybody besides them, you see coming out on top
0: in the conference tournament. Yeah, I think uh, when we when we were talking about that a couple weeks ago, I think there were six teams that were within one right. game um, of first place. And so um, I, I think any – I mean, again, not trying to discredit mm-hmm. uh, Waldorf for presentation mm-hmm. in this league, but the top six teams in this league, I mean, would you be shocked that uh, would they win it? Uh, definitely not. Uh, you know, Valley City State, uh, their they're team that got right hot in the middle of the year. Um, unfortunately, they lost a couple games they probably shouldn't have lost. Um, but again, this team, this league travels so much. It is an mm-hmm. insane how much of this league travels. Um, so, you know, that plays into it a little bit. So I think the the home court advantage in this league is just a very, very, um, important. I believe that you're going to end up seeing, or I believe that, uh, um, you're just not gonna be surprised uh, if anybody from from the one through six, won this league. Um, but I would definitely lean, uh, uh, Mayville, uh, Bellevue and, and Valley city State. Those top three seeds, what uh, even even outside of those three, or if anybody outside of those three could win, but those three would definitely be shocking if if, if they didn't win. This yeah. League.
1: That was one of the, this was one of the leagues we were talking about. Like I mentioned that we were just going through the schedule as we were looking at the remaining games. We were, you know, team A beat team B, but team B beat team C who beat team A. So everyone has just played each other tough all year. And um, you know, like you said, not all one seeds are going to come out on top. Obviously Mayville state had the best season uh, finished out, finished out in first place, but Again, this is like you said. I wouldn't be surprised if if one of the other teams um, came out as the conference tournament champions. Moving on, we have the uh, Red River Athletic Conference. We have not seen a tournament bracket um, yet. Uh, I, I, you know, we've we've talked about this this conference quite a bit this year too. And you got Shreveport, Alexandria, and uh, uh, Texarkana as the top three in this league. And I think you know any one of those. Um, can come out on top. I'm curious to see, maybe you know more, what's the format going to be like? Have you seen anything about that on your end?
0: Yeah, so yes. Yeah, so Southwest has dropped out. That's right, of, Yep. I uh, do remember league. that. They went back home. So, so there's only four teams left. It's uh, those three and Jarvis okay. Christian right now uh, that'll be playing. Um, and actually, uh, so their regular season doesn't even end until I think Thursday or Friday this week maybe. So uh, we still get those regular season matchups uh, with... Shreveport and Alexandria, uh, again, and then, uh, Texarkana and, uh, yeah, Shreveport, Shreveport, believe, is Shreveport and, uh, Texarkana play today, tonight at six. Yeah. And yep. then,
1: uh, Shreveport plays Alexandria later this week. So yeah, I, a lot to be determined still with amongst those top three.
0: Yeah. I'm just eager to see, uh, to keep it short and sweet in this league. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, I'm more eager to see if all three teams get in the Ash tournament. I mean, that's the, you know, they're all three ranked. Um, you know, the, the thing that's hurting them right now is the strength yeah. of schedule uh, is, is one of the, I think they're, I think uh, Texarkana and Alexandria are like two of the bottom five teams that are playing right now Um, in strength of schedule. Um, So their RPIs are uh, going to have to be uh, very, very good. So um, I, I don't see them being on a bubble. I think all three are in, but uh, that is definitely uh if you're on the selection committee and you don't win the, the red river conference tournament uh you know outside of shreveport i think you're a little nervous on to the river states conference and now
1: you you follow a lot more than i do just you know that's just the way it is and you're gonna have to help me out with this one um if you look at the bracket yeah. you got point park midway west virginia tech and carlo with the first round buys
0: but yeah so this was this was a this was a fun very fun it looks so. like yeah so it so what they did is they kind of went NBA draft lottery oh, wow. style. Um they 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 didn't have a they didn't have a um regular season yep. schedule um that they that they counted games. They played that someone played each other but they didn't count them as the regular season games. And basically what they did is they put all put the teams on balls uh in a bucket and uh pulled them out and put that was their seed and so um the top two teams uh, that make the championship game will end up being uh both of those will get the two automatic bids from this league. Um, but just a, a very interesting, uh, I actually watched the, they actually uh, broadcasted it on live on, uh, on their uh, Twitter page, on the, on the River States uh, uh, conference uh, Twitter page. And so I hopped on to watch it. It was, uh, it was entertaining. It was fun. And the, uh, you know, I don't know if, as, as a coach, you know, if I, if I have a good program, if it, you know, if it matters to, to play that opening round game, you know, but, uh, um, but so, so, and, and to add to it. So um, if if you're, if you win the, if you're, hosting the opening round game and you win you'll actually go to the road on the second round game or vice versa so if you're on the road in the first game and uh, win then you're you're automatically uh, at home on the second one um so the seeds are are there in place but really um the buys are what matters the most Uh, but even those teams that have a buy don't necessarily get a home game so interesting league for sure i don't think
1: we've i've ever heard of anything that creative so tip of my tip of my cap to them. That's awesome. Uh, that that's going to be a fun one to follow. Any matchup that you see off, you know, off the randomization that that happened, that you see a, be a good one to watch off the off the bat. I uh,
0: yeah, and, the, and that opening round, uh, you know, I think this comes down to Point Park, uh, Rio, and then uh, uh, West Virginia Tech, um, in this one. So I'm, I'm interested in in those uh, teams. Even Point Park's been playing, or Point Park's. Uh, I think just knocked off or just won. Uh, uh, I want to say by fifteen or twenty. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know about the mat- potential first round or the first round matches, but potential second round matchups. Um, I'm actually really interested in I- IU Kokomo um, and West Virginia Tech. Um, I think that you know those two teams uh, uh, really get after you, um, and I'm interested in that matchup for sure in the second round if, if it happens. Um, Oakland Oakland City is a team that's returning to the NEI uh, first year this year back. Um, so. They do qualify for the postseason because they're back, but this is the first year back in the River States Conference and or in the River States Conference, but first year back in the NEI. Um, so don't want to discredit them uh, from not beating Kokomo, but uh, I, I really hope we get a Kokomo-West uh, Virginia Tech matchup. That'll be a, a fun one in that second round.
1: On to the Sooner, which I know you're excited about, I'm excited about. There's a, um, this, another one that came out late last night. Um, Sagu, the one seed, they won the uh, regular season, but... This is another tournament that you have so many talented teams at the top that um, you it's, it's going to be hard to predict a winner. Um, Segu did earn the one seed. They'll take on Panhandle State in the opening round, but I'm looking at that 4-5 matchup between Mac U and Texas Wesley, and I think that one's going to be a really good one. And then, of course, the winner of that will will likely take on Segu in the second round. And then um, on the other side of the bracket, you got John Brown, the sixth seed, versus Wayland Baptist. and southwestern christian the seventh seed taking out a talented usao team who got this the second seed so um i know I, I i kind of preface it by saying i, I know you're excited about this one aren't you
0: <laughs> oh yeah i uh i just i just this this league intrigues me so much because the last two weeks this is another league like the mid-south where we did not see a lot of games mm-hmm. in this league because of weather and and covid and and whatever the reason um so a lot of these games, a lot of these teams, I mean, Sagu, I believe is nine and one overall. I mean, only 10 games in. Um, I, I love that team. I, I love what uh, coach Delton deals done there. He's, he's a, a second, second program, uh, NEI program that he's uh, won championships with. So um, just a heck of a coach, but uh, he's doing a great job there, but, I tell you what, that four or five matchup that you, you uh, talked about, Mid-American Christian and, and Texas Wesleyan, and I know MacU fans are not going to like me saying this, and, and I just want to let them know that I I have no issues with MacU. I actually like him. I actually like Coach Gamble, I think he's a really good coach. Um, I just talk from a standpoint of view or a point of view that uh, uh, I try to act like a committee, you know, and and, and put my, my myself inside the committee and, and maybe what they're thinking. I don't know what they're thinking, but, you know, I try to act like a committee, and I believe – that this four or five matchup with MACU and Texas Wesleyan um is a win or done situation. Um I, I I can't see one of those teams losing this first round matchup and making the national tournament. Um so I, I like this league. It's very deep. It's always really, really good. Um and again this is nothing against MACU or or Texas Wesleyan. Um but I believe MACU, even though they're like nine and three overall, um I think they have an NEI record of like five and three. So I just don't quite see them having enough to get in if they lose this game, um, even, even at nine and three overall. So uh, kind of a must win situation there. Um, I definitely, there's a lot of other games. I mean, you got John Brown team that uh, started the year preseason top 10 in the country, uh, played some games without a couple all Americans and, um, and the record is reflected at seven and six right now. So um, they're a team that from the 60 that could go on and and win this tournament as well. Uh, So just a a lot of talent, a lot of deep uh, or deep league and, and, just always one of the best leagues in the country. Yeah, this is that's one.
1: I'm with you. I think it's going to be one of the
0: better tournaments, and I'm excited.
1: You know, any tournament that can give you that high caliber of a first round game, you just know is going to give you a good time watching watching it play out. But moving on to the Southern States Conference, um, they have Faulkner and Stillman as the one and two seed, and I don't think. Um, I mean, Loyola's is a good team too, but I I think we're all going to be anticipating that Stillman. Faulkner championship do you agree you don't
0: i actually don't i uh i would have i would have until this weekend because loyola went to stillman uh lost on a lot they were up two, lost on the last second three um on friday night and then i think they won on saturday by 15 so um and i i i I should i should say this i i did not see uh i didn't get to watch the game because stillman does charge um but and i didn't look at the box score to see if stillman was missing anybody but if that was a full strength on full strength, um, you know, loyal loyal is very long, very good, um, and and I think and that's kind of why I, I nudged him ahead of Stillman in the rankings this week because ultimately I thought they should have gone two and zero this weekend. Now, also to to just to to back that up a little bit, you know, Stillman had already clinched the the division, um, so you know you kind of wonder sometimes it was a top fifteen match, our top sixteen matchup in the country as as there were fifteen and sixteen in the country coming into that one. Um so you would you would think that they're still playing for something but you just never kind of know how that plays out. Um you also kind of have the you know as a coach sometimes you don't want to you know you know you want to keep an ace up your sleeve sometimes so you don't always call everything, you know, and things like that. So you know, I, I do want to say that you know I don't know that Loyal I think they're very very evenly matched. Um very very good. I think those top 3 teams in the in the in that league uh, Faulkner, Stillman, Loyal to all make the tournament. Um uh, Middle Georgia's probably not quite on the bubble. Um, but can make some noise, maybe if they if they make uh, they're they're definitely good enough. I mean, they've knocked off some. They knocked off Faulkner, uh, gave Faulkner uh, one or two losses in the year. But uh, um, but those those top three teams in this league are definitely. Uh, I think uh, Yeah, we'll, we'll see a lot uh, if what you're saying holds
1: holds true. Because um, if 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 chalk holds, Stillman and Loyola would play in the second round, and those games are set to begin on Thursday, um, with the semifinals on Friday and championship game on Saturday. So three games or three days straight of Um, basketball in that league Uh, just a couple more leagues to go Um, we're on to the sun conference um, and warner took home the regular season championship with a 15 and 5 record Um, they will have eight teams in this league to begin on tuesday tomorrow um, with warner hosting uh, southeastern st thomas hosting thomas kaiser hosting coastal georgia and ave maria hosting florida memorial um Another top-heavy league, um, I don't want to say top-heavy, but uh, a league at the top where you have multiple teams that could make a run, um, Ave Maria, Warner, and um, Kaiser were all within two games in the loss column of each other this year in the regular season. So I think out of those three teams, it, it can be anyone's, anyone's tournament to win. Um, obviously, if the top teams hold, Ave Maria and Kaiser would play in the second round, and then Warner would play... Um, will possibly meet one of those teams in the championship should they survive their their first couple of games
0: yeah, this is a league i'd have to look back on to uh to make sure that this next <laughs> statement i'm going to say is true, but i feel like I feel like this is a league that always has like a four or five six seed that wins this tournament you know and it's it, it's very very interesting uh Warner has already uh clinched a, a national tournament berth with uh, winning the regular season, but uh, yeah, this is another league. You're, you're absolutely right that uh, can win. I mean, I think anybody can win this league. I think it's been, I, again, don't don't quote me on that on that uh, phrase. I just maybe it's just something I feel like has happened quite a bit over the last few years. But uh, um, even the southeastern team, you know, they they were they were preseason favorite to, to win the league. Um, I, I know they lost a couple kids injury. Uh, I, I'm assuming injury um, and, and things like that. But they're as the a seed, you know. You just you don't ever know. I mean, they're they got to go on the road, but uh, um, you know they they just knocked off Ava in the and in the, in the last weekend or second last week uh, of the year or second last game of the year to uh, to qualify for this tournament. And um, you you got to think that the not no 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 pun intended, but right. got I yeah. think that they're going to be fired up to play uh, play Warner in this game. I got another
1: quick coaching question for you. Uh, when you have a team like Warner or any any team in the NAIA that has locked up an automatic berth after winning the regular season. Is it hard, you think, to get them motivated to kind of go through the conference tournament, or you think that just comes with being competitive and wanting to win more?
0: I think there's there's something to said, be said about both. Um, right now, with the with the new format of the NAI um, and the seating and how that is going to per- portray itself, um, I think you, I think you're obviously, you know, coaching to win it, and I think as a player, you're motivated to to play because you you know you're 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 not just playing for yeah you've already qualified for the national tournament but uh um i mean banners are fun Mm -hmm. so you may you know maybe you're you're talking about uh, hanging another championship banner you know as a tournament uh champion but but more so i mean you're you're fighting for uh seating you know you're you don't want to go you know you you don't want to you don't know your matchups are going to be so it's not like you can you know win more games and play a, a worse team you know but um you know, with that being said, you know, a team like Warner mm-hmm. can definitely improve their seating, uh, maybe go from a, you know, maybe go from a team that uh, uh, won their conference to, uh, to a team that maybe finished second right. or third. You know, that, that's kind of the, the mentality, I think, behind that. So that's the uh, I, I think you'll see a lot of these teams motivated just from that standpoint of, um, you know, they're they want to improve their seating and, and uh, uh, for the national tournament. Makes sense. Last one. Um,
1: and it's one we do not have a bracket for yet. The Wolverine Hoosier Athletic Conference, the whack um looking like uh rochester will will get the one seed there um in second place technically was uh, madonna but they only had six conference games everyone else had at least 9 10 11 uh, played so i'm wondering if that two seed will go to cornerstone and even maybe um the three seed to going to uh indiana tech so i'm not sure if there's anything that you've heard about that but um, that might be one of those leagues where they have to kind of sit down and determine their seating before they go
0: in rather than just looking at
1: winning percentage.
0: Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. what it I have not heard anything uh, on that, but I, I I think you're right on on that one. I think that uh, uh, every every league that seems to have different records have, have done different thing. I mean, I've seen uh, a point system where, you know, you get more points for beating, you know, teams that are – uh, one, you know, the most games, and then you know it breaks down that way. That's what the the Chicago Lane did. Um, I've seen teams that have gone off win percentage, um, so it it varies. Uh, I have not heard what the Wax is going to do on this one. Um, they're no. a kind of a league that got going a little bit late as well. Um, but uh, yeah, I w- I would imagine Rochester will be the the one seed, and then they'll kind of fan out from there. Uh, another league though that uh, um a lot of different teams can win this one. I I don't know that I would ever. Uh, I made this comment uh, the other day on, on social media. I don't know. You can ever count out uh-huh. a Kim elders coach cornerstone team. Um, they won five, five of the last 10 uh, conference tournaments, um, even in their bad years. They're, they're actually having a good year this year, but even in their bad years, you know, they, they seem to win, uh, or at least make the championship game uh, of that tournament. So yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see uh, how the pairings come out. Um, but uh, especially cause you got a lot of top teams that haven't played each other yet. So um yeah i mean like you got cornerstone i don't think they played any at tech yet either so um and they're not going to until you know a potential uh matchup in the tournament so that that'll be interesting you know uh, you got a tournament like that that uh you know you may see somebody for the first time and they're you they have a, the same win-loss record as you yeah, it's <laughs> you just, know so it's, that's like you said different.
1: it's just you go through the whole season you know adding games subtracting games and then you, you know you end up playing a team maybe twice in a row and then you might, you know, go the whole season without not even playing a team. And I look at Southwestern, for instance, they played McPherson last week, second, last Thursday, it was the second last game of the year. It was the first time they played all year. Now, if, if Southwestern were to win again, um, win tonight in their opening round game in the KCAC, they'll play McPherson again. So it's just weird how the dynamic of the schedule has worked this year. And it's really been a challenge on these coaches to kind of prep for games. I mean, you go a whole team, a whole season without seeing a team, and then you might have to play them twice in one week. So, um. I think that we that with that fact, um, we're in for a lot of upsets, like you said, and it's going to be a fun, fun finish to the, to the basketball season.
0: I agree. I, I think, uh, you know, just to add to that uh, before we finish it, wrap it up here. Uh, you, you know, you, you have teams that I want to call it a, a dummy record. You know, I don't know if that makes sense or not, but their, the record may not be very good. Um, I, I take a team like Mac U, for instance, you know, that I mentioned earlier, they're, they're uh, five and three against any eyes. Like not, I think they're nine and three overall, um, but they're they're now full strength too. You know they played they lost some of those games and they weren't weren't fully healthy either. So they're a lot better than what they're and at nine and three. I don't want to say that their, their record's bad, but you know they're a lot better than what their record may show. Um, you know, a Kansas Wesleyan team that's not even uh, uh, above five hundred. You know, I, I don't. You know, are are they a top team in the KCAC? I don't know, but. You know, are they a below 500 team? Probably not. You know, they're a lot better than probably what the record shows. So um, those are two teams off the top of my head. But there, there's several teams around the country um, that are coming into these tournaments that are – The record doesn't necessarily reflect who they are. And it'll be interesting to see, you know, when they get matched up against some of these top-tier teams in their league, um, but maybe maybe they haven't played them yet. Or maybe they've only played them one time and it was on the road or, or whatever it may be. Um, you know, I think we have a lot of teams like that just – because of this COVID situation and then, and then the the winter storms that hit over the last couple of weeks um, and, and knocked out some games as well. Um, you just have a lot of teams with some, some weird, weird records. And uh, so that, that's what I'm kind of looking forward to playing out a little bit just seeing some of these teams that uh, may not have the, have a, a great record right now and then seeing how, um, you know, it plays out because they're now finally at full strength. Yeah, I mean, we even and have, have a team you mentioned
1: full. earlier. I forget who it was. Uh, forgive me, but, you said that they were entering the tournament. I think it was a Chicagoland team and they're going to be playing. They got the 15 seed because it's literally their first game of the year. Like, how do you, how do you, how do you even you know prepare for a team like that? That hasn't played at all. You know, they could come out red hot. They could, you know, knock someone off or they could just be completely flat and cause they haven't played all year. So that, that's just unique in its own right. And yeah, it's just, it's been a crazy year.
0: Um, I'm gonna tell you right now that if just to, to feed off that, uh, as as a holy, they have to play Holy Cross in the first round, and, and if I'm Holy Cross, I'm very very happy. I've already gotten mm-hmm. into the uh, national tournament because you're absolutely right. That that of report. I mean, you, you can yeah. go off of tendencies from last year and you know some of the player breakdowns from last year, year but nothing. Uh, oh, yep, yep, nothing. And so it'll be that'll definitely be a tough game uh, as a 15 mm-hmm. two seed uh, or 15 versus two seed that uh, probably yeah. really isn't a 15 Holy Cross versus might have two, got the short so.
1: end on that one, but. It is what it is. It's, they got to do what they got to do, what they think is best for their conference.
0: No, I'm glad to, glad we got a chance to kind of break through uh, or break down uh, all these leagues. Um, you know, I, I will uh, tell everybody, too, that's still listening to make sure. Um, we're we're going to actually drop off every uh, – uh, every league preview, um, that it'll be in the written format or format, not uh, just me and you blabbing. But uh, um, we'll actually have a written version um, of this for every league breakdown. We've already uh, launched the Appalachian um, Athletic the uh, day before on fr- uh, Friday night because they played the opening round on Saturday. Uh, so all those uh, all those came out earlier this morning. Um, so uh, uh, what those four leagues uh, that will be getting going today. Uh, there's other leagues that will be going later on this week. Um, so we're, we're not going to launch them all at the same time. We're going to put them out uh, either, the, either the morning of, of or the night before uh, of that opening round game. And then we're going to continue to update those as they go on. So, um, you know, if, if they play on uh, three days in a row, we'll update them and, and launch them every day. Um, or if they have some spacing uh, out, then we'll uh, put it out probably the morning of the second round and the morning of the, of the finals or, or semifinals or however the, the league plays out. So do want to make sure everybody's uh, uh, alerted to that. Those will be out. Um, They're definitely worth your, your uh, we go a little bit more in depth with uh, different things like, uh, uh, you know, upset specials, opening round, uh, opening round uh, games that we may like, Um, even even talk about uh, um, some of the players to watch in the league. And then uh, we always give uh, uh, some tidbits of of some of what's happened in the league in the past and things like that. So uh, definitely worth the read. As always, we we appreciate uh, everybody. Uh, We have a lot of loyal listeners um, I appreciate or I know Trev and I both appreciate uh, every one of you for listening. Uh, probably won't hear from us on Saturday uh, You or uh, next Saturday. We will probably wait off until midweek and we, we will do uh, something similar to this, but it'll be a national tournament uh, preview. It's been a, a long episode again, so we will uh, go ahead and,